instead of facing the issue, we reason with it. And pretty soon we convince ourselves that it's okay. Because that's what we're doing. We're convincing ourselves that it's okay to get raped. It's okay for people to die. And it's okay for narcotics to get through. And that's wrong. So we need to kind of like snap out of this illusion that we have and, and, and see the reality. Our property is being invaded. My security is being invaded. The safety of my little girls, my family's safety is being invaded. I, no one should have to live in a constant state of fear, worrying about the type of criminals that are coming through our properties out here. It doesn't end here on the border. These are individuals that are going inland and the drugs are going inland. The criminals are going inland. Texas is facing an unprecedented crisis Thousands of illegal aliens are streaming into the United States through Texas's open border. Many of these people aren't the stereotypical illegal aliens looking for a better life. Instead, cartel members, human traffickers, sexual predators, drug smugglers, and worse, mix in seamlessly with migrants lured to the U.S. border with promises of open entrance. Although these career criminals may cross at Texas's border, they're not staying here. My name is Wade Miller, Marine and Executive Director of Citizens for Renewing America, and this is season five of Exposed Border Invasion. Cartels have expanded to all 50 states, battling for control of the nation coast to coast. I'm here to let you know that the invasion is real. 14,000 new migrants per day may soon surge over the southern border. They're not afraid of the Mexican government. They're not afraid of the U.S. government, for sure. Governor Abbott, we're asking you to step up. South Texas shares a 1,254-mile border with Mexico. Most of that area doesn't have a border wall and instead relies on federal and state law enforcement to ensure that no one crosses illegally. However, U.S. Customs and Border Protection are now reporting the highest number of illegal aliens ever encountered. Millions have flooded the U.S. since President Joe Biden took office and failed to enforce federal immigration law. Citizens all across the United States are at risk as smugglers, cartel members, and gangs take advantage of the open border to descend upon U.S. cities and profit off human smuggling operations that leave devastation in their wake. Illegal border crossers are also suffering from heat stroke, drowning in the Rio Grande River, and facing exploitation from sadistic Mexican cartels and human smugglers. Mexican drug cartels, the most evil, vicious people in the Western Hemisphere, are making money off of the overwhelming proportion of the traffic coming over the border. For them, it's a toll booth. MS-13 gang member sentenced for butcher of Virginia teen who was lured from his Lynchburg home and taken to a remote area where he was stabbed and hacked to death. Officials confirming 51 migrants died after being packed inside a semi-tractor trailer. The truck discovered late Monday baking in the Texas summer heat. Quite a few of them are already deceased. Firefighters arrived after someone reported hearing calls for help, opening the doors to a grim scene. With no water, no air conditioning, no means for ventilation, and they suffered. They suffered before they died. 
An illegal alien has been charged with repeatedly raping a 12-year-old girl in Florida. A nine-year-old drowned while trying to cross the Rio Grande. A previously deported child molester has been convicted of brutally raping an eight-year-old girl in Wyoming. Louise Saavedra Villa is a registered sex offender in the state of Wyoming and was deported back to Mexico in 2001 after being convicted of sexual abuse of a minor. horror story after horror story. And one of the most horrible is, is that a uh, old time coyote told a group of people, and uh, we think about 40, that he could just charge them a little amount money and he could get them into the country. They got near the international boundary. They looked up on a ridge and there were guys horseback with guns and it was cartel guys. They came down, raped the women over and over and over again for seven to 10 days. They beat the heck out of the guys and they took and cut the fingers and thumbs off of uh, the old time coyote. The U.S. government's refusal to secure the border also leaves American citizens vulnerable and exposed to Mexican drug cartels conducting business deep in U.S. territory. Georgia State Senator Colton Moore, who represents the state's northwest quarter, described a frightening scene outside of his parents' rental house. My parents' house that I grew up in, my parents have now as an Airbnb. This is a source of uh, their income in later years. And they walk outside one evening And there's a 20 plus illegal aliens with flashlights, all with brand new clothes and no luggage, not speaking any English, uh, outside of their place. Uh, but what it really was, was the cartel trafficking or smuggling, we're not sure which, through the territory of the Northwest. So we all got a reality check uh, in the sense that we now realize every town is a border town. As Mexican cartels move farther inland, ranchers and their families living along the southern border face increasingly dangerous situations with little help from state or federal institutions. South Texas rancher and former Valverde County Judge Laura Allen described her family's experience living on their ranch. The people that are coming through our property are not the people that you see on the news that are coming in groups of hundreds that want to turn themselves in. These are completely different people. Um, they're dressed in camouflage, they have face coverings sometimes, often carrying backpacks. It's a tough conversation to have with a 14-year-old kid to sit them down and explain to them what lethal force is and that they may be in a position to have to use it because that child has actually jumped a group that was sitting in the brush and he wasn't aware they were there. Scared him to death and thankfully they ran so that was okay, but were they to turn and confront him, he's got to be prepared for that, that choice. And none of us want to be the rancher in Arizona and be the martyrs for the cause right now. January, 2023. 73-year-old Arizona rancher George Allen Kelly shot and killed an illegal alien he discovered trespassing on his property. 
Unbelievably, the Santa Cruz County Sheriff's Office subsequently arrested Kelly and held him at the county jail. County authorities discovered the body of 48-year-old Gabriel Cuen Bertamia around 125 yards from Kelly's house. Cuen Bertamia, a Mexican citizen, had been deported from the United States most recently in 2016 and had a history of crossing the border illegally. Although Arizona's laws allow the use of deadly force and self-defense, local authorities set Kelly's bail at $1 million. Kelly requested a reduced bail, voicing concerns that his elderly wife was left alone on their secluded ranch in cartel territory. She's there by herself. Nobody to take care of her, the livestock or the ranch. And I'm not going anywhere. I, I can't come up with a million dollars. However, illegal aliens don't only pose threats to ranchers close to the southern border. According to Laura Allen, more and more illegal border crossers coming into South Texas are heading north. In our case, the traffic that comes across comes by boat. What's unique about them is they're what we refer to as the gotaways. Because these aren't people that are looking to turn themselves in to say, hey, you know, I'm here, take me to immigration. These are people that are paying to be brought across by boat and they're looking to evade detection and they're traveling through our property and on to the highway. Then we have Highway 90, which is the highway that runs east to west. So great starting point. There's plenty of routes out. We went to the store, coming out of the store, could hear ambulances at the fire department. I mean, it was just, it was horrible. And I looked at my husband, I said, ooh, something bad has happened. Well, the closer we got home, the traffic was stopped. And there was a helicopter going up. And I looked at my husband and I said, please God, don't let that be one of our kids in there. Judy Zito is an angel mom. Her son, Blake, was killed by an illegal alien with a criminal record and a hit and run. He hit Blake head on. He trapped Blake and his motorcycle underneath the truck. And witnesses told me that he rocked that truck back and forth over my child, trying to release the truck so I guess he could get away. But the truck caught on fire. Then the man exited the truck and ran. The witnesses lifted the truck and they pulled Blake out. And they said Blake was alive at the scene. And they said he was upset, he was talking, because this man had did this to his motorcycle. Although the police chased the man, they failed to apprehend him. His name is Jesus Maltosh Chacon. Um, he is, from what I'm told, he has family in Eagle Pass, Texas. He had committed several crimes, I think in Texas and some in Louisiana. I found out that he was supposed to be served an order of removal one month before he killed my child. And he was never served. They had his address, they knew where he lived because he had previous criminal record in Baton Rouge. And he got away. And as of today, he is still on the run. You do not have to live in a border town or a border state for something like this to happen to you or one of your loved ones. I believe when you want to come into our country, you come legally. I believe that legal immigrants have every right to be here. Our country's founded on legal immigrants. 
Our country was not founded on somebody breaking the law, coming across the border and killing someone and running. I want him captured. I want justice served for my son. It would be the same way that if he was not, if he was an American citizen that killed my son and ran, I would seek justice. But then when you find out someone did this to your child, who should not have been here in the first place, by all means, come across our borders, but do it the right way. Do it the correct way. While federal and state authorities fail to enforce immigration law and allow unknown illegal aliens to roam the United States, Mexican cartels are seizing the opportunity and expanding their business deeper and deeper into America's interior. The cartels exercise so much control and they are, they are in business partnership with the Mexican government at all levels, from the top to the bottom, have been for a very long time. And they exercise so much control with the, the Mexican officials that yes, they are basically an extension of the Mexican government. The government knows what they're doing. The Mexican government condones what they're doing as long as the money continues to flow. In the next episode of Exposed, we'll examine how Mexican cartels are taking advantage of America's open border and setting up shop on both sides of the Rio Grande. The cartels are here. In fact, they're everywhere. Montana got its wake-up call in December. A multi-million dollar bust in Butte. 22 people arrested. Three of them, known associates of the Sinaloa cartel. The group once run by the notorious El Chapo, renowned for their total war tactics and brutality. The Exposed Podcast is a production of Texas Scorecard. Texas Scorecard is the leading news source for government and culture. Go to texasscorecard.com today. This episode was written by Katie Marshall and Sydney Henry, hosted by Wade Miller with audio engineering by Drew Cook and edited and produced by Walker York.